Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Live from Florida's capital city, this is Tallahassee's Morning Show with Preston Scott on 100.7 FM, WFLA, and iHeartRadio Station. Three, two, one. You're on the air. Here we go. Okay, busy morning. Got to get right to it. It's 10 minutes past 8 a.m., 71 degrees outside, hour number three. Time flies. When you're talking about the types of things we talk about here on the program, uh, if it's taboo anywhere else, <laughs> I'm going to boldly go into it and talk about it. It might be uncomfortable, but we will discuss it. And today, no exception. John Stenberger joins me. John, a longtime friend. I have known John since 1987, and he somehow survived working with me for a while. And he's now he is the uh, head of the Florida Family Policy Council. And a frequent guest on the program, John joins me on the Prime Meridian Bank Home Loan Hotline. John, how is it that you survived me? Preston, that's some serious history. I forgot all about that, but it's good to be with you this morning. You forgot all about that. That tells me all the impact I made. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, uh, yeah, Preston, I I remember that. I forgot how far away... I forgot how far, how far how far it dates into the past. That's what I forgot. Yeah, 1987, when I first arrived here in Tallahassee, I met John Stemberger as well as some some mutual friends that we have both kept for many many years. But John, when uh, the Supreme Court rendered its ruling on same sex marriage back in the summer, you and I talked then. We talked about the implications, and uh, and as a result. Um, you are offering a seminar to folks, and you've got one coming up here in Tallahassee. Let's talk about that event on October 1st here. Sure. Um, Well, you know, one of the things about leadership is to be able to take an idea, whether that's a business idea or a policy idea, and follow the idea to its logical conclusions. A lot of people think that the issue of same-sex marriage is just about two people living together. It never was. It really is about transforming human experience, and it has radical implications. And one of the implications we're seeing now as a result of the Supreme Court's decision is the fact that it's encroaching upon religious liberty. The court has created this right of dignity out of nowhere and then shoved it into a nicely packed set of rights. And what it's doing is it's encroaching upon other existing core First Amendment rights. The court is taking a right that didn't exist, and it's now trumping rights that do exist and are enumerated in the Constitution. So we're basically trying to equip pastors and especially Christian schools, religious schools, and just general ministries on how they can equip themselves in their bylaws if they're challenged by non-discrimination ordinances uh, regarding sexual identity or gender identity, sexual orientation, gender identity. Uh, these SOGI laws, these sexual orientation, gender identity laws are all over the country kind of punishing Christians and other faith-based people uh, just because they're expressing their religion. Uh, in a way that's now somehow deemed to be discrimination. John Stenberger with me. The event, folks, is Monday, October 1st. It'll be held at Capital City Country Club from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. 
and uh, and John, we'll give them the information on where to sign up in just a little bit. But you know, when we originally talked about this, I knew there were going to be implications, and we would have to just kind of give it a maybe even just a few weeks to kind of figure out where this could head. I've always believed that there was a very radical agenda here, and the end goal in my mind was to make certain that pastors would eventually be prosecuted for suggesting that homosexuality is a sin. Well, um, as we sit here today, actually pastors, now there are many, uh, many organizations that are clearly at risk, but pastors, as we sit here today, have the most protection and the least amount of risk. Mm-hmm. We say, why are we doing this seminar? Because we're looking 50 years in the future, I and mean, we're actually equipping these folks Things are changing so rapidly, we can't take anything for granted. And even though the majority of the court says, look, pastors, you're okay, you still have religious freedom, the four dissenting justices all independently said, look, warning, Will Robinson, you're going to be villainized. I mean, the the language of the four dissenting justices were very severe. They said, look, religious liberty is at risk, and so they're sounding the alarm. So while the majority of the court is saying we still have the First Amendment, it still protects you, pastor, the, the minority of the court, the four standing justices, are saying, no, you don't have it, and get ready because it's coming. So that's what we're doing. We're preparing pastors. I'm looking at bylaws that were crafted in 1962, and we're asking them to redo their bylaws uh, in a way with the model language that we've been given by the lawyers that have been studying this, the law professors, that are going to protect ministries, pastors, churches, religious schools well into the future. So if you're listening to the program uh, and you run a church or a ministry or a Christian school of any type, this is the this is the seminar for you to equip you for this matter. John, stand by. 815 here on WFLA. Four times an hour, we check weather. You hear those chimes, you know we're coming with the forecast. And joining me from the Weather Channel Forecast Center is Terry Smith. Terry. Thanks, Preston. Slowly, we'll see the rain taper off. We've got scattered thunder showers this afternoon, 88. A few thunder showers tomorrow, 86. Only a slight chance of a thunderstorm Thursday. I'm 100.7 FM, WFLA's Terry Smith in the Weather Channel Forecast Center. John Stenberger is the president and general counsel of the Florida Family Policy Council. My guest this morning, an event coming up Monday, October 1st. Uh, church leaders, pastors, uh, if you're an administrator of a private Christian school, um, a ministry that that has perhaps a reach into any area of outreach, really, uh, in this day and age, you're going to have to be mindful of some things. John, when, when you first started to kind of look at the implications and you talked to peers, others that, that you, uh, you know, kick things around with, what was the first area that you all immediately went, we better look at this? Well, the groups that are most at risk now is any organization, any faith-based organization that, that touches any public money whatsoever. So <clears throat> um, crisis pregnancy centers, um, soup kitchens, if somebody's doing human trafficking work. Um, you know, President Bush, uh, George W. Bush, created this wonderful partnership between private and faith-based organizations where instead of the government helping people, quote-unquote helping people at a local level, they're letting churches get that funding, separate out the religious component, and let them deliver these services. Well, now all those ministries are now at risk of having to come to conform with non-discrimination laws in terms of hiring practices, hiring homosexuals, and housing practices that have a parsonage or something like that. So this is the challenge, are the sexual uh, uh, orientation, gender identity laws forcing and punishing Christians just because we have a view that marriage is between a man and a woman, 
uh, and we believe in some kind of a view of human sexuality that's been with us since the beginning of time <laughs> until the last nanosecond of human history here when the new orthodoxy has changed everything. So. John, um, I, I would imagine that uh, on Monday, October 1st, folks ought to bring a notepad. Are, they're going to be given materials or give, give an expectation here? Yeah, no, there's going to be a very nice meal being served, um, and we're going to have a professional presentation. There'll be printed materials, a model language that can be used. Uh, there'll be everything they need will be there. It'll be quite comprehensive. John, is I'll a, be giving. Go ahead. Just wanted to explain one thing. What the court is doing is the court is trying to redefine religious liberty. Uh, really, the left all around the country is trying to say instead of this robust thing where we can express our faith in any place, they're trying to make it a right to worship. And that may sound nice, but what it means is that as long as you do it in the four walls of your church, we're fine. But they don't want you to exercise your religion outside the four walls of your church. And so that's the danger is that the the left in America is trying to redefine religious liberty to be a right to worship only within the context of your church. Good stuff as always, John. Thanks very much. And uh, we'll tell everybody how to register and sign up for the event. But uh, good to visit with you, my friend. Be well. Thank you, Preston. All right. John Stenberger with us this morning. If you want to sign up, you go to uh, flfamily.org, flfamily.org, simple as that, or call 407 451-5130. That's 407-251-5130. Or flfamily.org. And that event is coming up on on Monday next week. Okay? So, uh, folks, I'm sorry that this is where we are. It is. I I have warned ad nauseum about this being the end goal was going to be to to attack churches. Um, And it's it's just i mean is your church at risk uh is your school at risk is your outreach at risk you will get answers at this event all right so if you want to protect your ministry uh you you might want to sign up for this again flfamily.org 19 almost 20 minutes after 8 a.m here on 100.7 fm wfla Bringing you the latest trending stories at the top and bottom of every hour. This is 100.7 FM, WFLA. Never ask Glenn Beck, hey, what's going on? If you want to know what's really going on so you can make judgments today, you should probably listen to this program. Next at 9. Because now it doesn't matter. On 100.7 FM, WFLA. Oh, boy. We have breaking news, thanks to a listener. It's breaking news only in that I missed it. I shouldn't have, but I missed it. It's reported by WCTV yesterday. But thanks to uh, Ben, one of our our stout, steadfast listeners. Thanks to a grant from the Justice Department... The city of Tallahassee was awarded $1.875 million to fund 15 police officers for three years. Here's what matters most, though. I've been, see, I multitask. I'm an old dude that can do that. While I'm doing this show and hosting this radio program flawlessly, I am, and I'm kidding. I'm course. See, Ryan doesn't know to take me just joking around. I'm just kidding. 
You know, I would let him know. Don't worry. Well, I would, Ryan, I was wrong once and that's when I thought I was wrong. But in fact, I wasn't. I'm just saying, okay. Anyway, I've been corresponding with Steve Stewart while I'm doing the show here. And Steve made the, the, the real coup de gras here point. And it is this, they applied for this doggone grant long ago. They knew they had an application in and they knew that they had a shot at getting this money and, and they never said a freaking word about it in the budget meetings in the hearings none of the senior staff knew none of them you mean to tell me they didn't know bull crap they didn't know folks you have a bunch of liars running your city you have a bunch of liars and deceivers and uh and and gil ziffer you should be ashamed of yourself for voting any kind of increase and you need to get back on the right side of this because you were on it. You were on it. You were on track. Gil, you didn't lie. But the rest of them, I don't trust any of them. I don't trust any of them. Now, Scott Maddox at least is is zero tax, and, and that gets a lot of forgiveness in my book. Okay? It doesn't change some of the things Scott's done over the years, but I've always said Scott's a capable commissioner. He's just got to clean up some of the things around the fringes. But he's a pro-business guy. There's some issues we wouldn't agree with. But guess what? A lot of the issues that that are Democrat, Republican, conservative, liberal issues are issues that don't get impacted on a local level. They just aren't. They're not local issues. There are some. But here's my point. The city staff needs to be fired. Top senior staff, gone. We need to clean house. It's not going to happen but we need to clean house. Now, there's always a chance because I've heard rumors Rick Fernandez is a different kind of guy, that he is he is all about doing this the right way and that he's had to just kind of go along to keep employed. And I get that in the private sector. Sometimes you just bite your tongue to keep your job, right? Haven't we all done that from time to time? Been frustrated by something and you just... Mm, and you just say, I'll pick my battles. I'll deal with this another time, another place. This is important. There's no need. This is further indication there is zero need for a tax increase. None. They're get, Sorry. They're getting a tax increase. They're getting more money by virtue of the same millage. If they, if they leave the millage as, as is and don't raise it, they're getting a tax increase per law. They're getting a tax increase. Why? Because values are up, and as a result of values being up, they're receiving more money. They're getting a tax increase. This is more money. And now I understand it's funding these positions for only three years. But here's what that does. That buys us three years on this part of the public safety tax increase to get the budgeting process right. This is huge. Ben, thank you for mentioning this. WCTV, okay, you didn't exactly do any hard and fast reporting, but you cut and pasted and put it on your website. Way to go. Good job. That's big. So that, that's that's huge. Now, I uh, I mentioned in the 6 o'clock hour it was, the, the story of this kid, Ahmad uh, Muhammad, who made the clock, and he got arrested and cuffed or whatever. He shouldn't have been. Okay, they made a mistake there. But he made a mistake in claiming he made this clock. He didn't make this clock. He took a clock made by Radio Shack out of its casing, and then he hooked a bunch of wires, and he, and he really made it look like a bomb. And I think, I said yesterday, I think he opened the door for someone to copycat this 
to make a bomb and for some school official somewhere to say, well, I don't want to overreact. And so they don't do or say anything because they don't want to get the, the, the scorn of the le- left and, and the, the, the Islamic. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, 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 sympathizers. And so they don't want to be called out as being politically incorrect. So they're going to they're going to not do or say anything. And then somewhere something's going to happen. So, and I'm just, you know, I don't think this kid's intent was to, to run a, a dry run here, but it, he did. But my point was, what's he doing being invited to the White House? Was uh, was Kendra Turner, who was suspended for saying bless you after a student sneezed? I heard that. That's crazy. I mean, is she is she going to get invited to the White House? How about the kid that chewed his Pop-Tart and it ended up looking like a gun? And that was a big overblown kind of thing. Is he going to get invited to the White House? What about him? Um, what, what, what about, hold on, how about Alex Stone? He wrote a short story. Get this, 16-year-old kid. I like to be up to date on my current events. You get to hear real people's opinions. When you're driving along, sometimes you get tired of listening to music, and it's nice to learn about current events. The Morning Show with Preston Scott continues on 100.7 FM WFLA. I cannot believe the fun I get to have. We've got a new story that's going to be posted from uh, Tallahassee Reports confirming, advancing the story that was on the WCTV website. City of Tallahassee's police department has received a $1.8 million grant to fund 15 police officers for three years. They had to apply for this. And there was no mention of it in the budget process. There was not, now we've applied for a grant, blah, blah, blah. Now we're waiting on word on a grant, blah, blah, blah. Nothing. Nothing. And keep in mind, I I would bet the farm they applied for this long before they rolled out this public campaign on this is a public safety tax increase, which was a complete and total lie. 30% of it might have to do with public safety. And this tax increase is on top of, what, 27, 29% fire service fee increase? That's why I've asked our legislative delegation for the state legislature from Leon County to address some issues because I believe our city's off the rails. It's incapable of managing itself, and we need help. So... You can read what I'm asking the state to do to intervene in things locally. I'll put that on my blog page in a little bit. So we've got we got a special report coming from Tallahassee Reports by the end of the uh, by the end of the hour, and uh, and a blog coming shortly thereafter that at wflafm.com. Okay, Ben Carson said on an interview on Sunday that he did not believe that a Muslim should be the President of the United States. 
Now, of course, all the groups that you would expect, CARE, the Council, um, Islamic, uh, something relations, CARE. I don't know what it is. Something uh, concerned Arab-Islamic relations group people thing. They got all upset. That's that's against the Constitution. Or, no, they, they probably didn't say it that way. Yeah, that is against the Constitution. Probably said it like that. Anyway, no, that's Indian. Um, the point of the matter is they got all upset, but that's not what he said. He didn't say you can't run for office. He merely said an Islamist shouldn't be in, in in elected office. And I agree. I've agreed for years. I've been saying it for years. And And he went on and he expanded on it a little bit, though. In an interview with The Hill, he said, and I quote, I do not believe Sharia is consistent with the Constitution of this country. I have been telling you right now, go to go to Dearborn, Michigan. Tell me how you feel. Tell me how comfortable you feel as an American walking in Dearborn where the signs are in Arabic. Where they're instituting Sharia. Tell me how you feel. Tell me if you think there's a little bit of a collision there. Tell me how you feel when you realize that Islamists uh, beat up, hold captive, shoot and kill their girls, their women, if they get a, you know, a little too much education, if they say, I want to drive, you know, stuff like that. This is what Islamists truly teach. That's what's in the Quran, folks. Uh, women are subservient. But have you noticed how the uh, all the women's lib groups, they say nothing about Islam. Why? They're scared to death of them. Scared to death of them. The Quran, Sharia, Islamic law, it is not a religion. It is a rule of law. It is a political and governing system. That's why I've been saying you got to strip it away. You've got to strip the religious veneer off of it because that is not what it is. And I know it offends. I can live with that. He mentions Ben Carson, the practice of taqiyya or el taqiyya, which is the practice of deception. It is another uh, practice of Shia um, inside the denomination of Shia Islam. But it is part of the Islamic, it is part of the Quran. It is part of the, the Hadith, the teachings of Muhammad. That uh, Muslims are allowed to misleave kufars, non-believers, infidels, take your pick, <clears throat> to avoid subverting what their goals are. They can lie to accomplish their purpose. Now, I'll leave it to you to decide if the president lied when, for example, he said this. You are absolutely right that John McCain has not uh, talked about my Muslim faith, and you're absolutely right that that has not come at my, my Christian faith. Yeah, yeah, that's a mistake we all would make, isn't it? Isn't it? Or is it? Interview with George Stephanopoulos, September 7th, 2008. I mean this sincerely. For any one of you that you you claim the Christian faith, can you ever, ever imagining that slip of the tongue? (laughs) Sorry. 
That just goes past the realm of, of believability for me. 8.45 on the morning show. Ben Carson didn't say you can't run if you're an Islamist. He just doesn't think you ought to be elected. Let's go to the Weather Channel Forecast Center. Terry Smith standing by. Terry. Thanks, Preston. Slowly, we'll see the rain taper off. We've got scattered thunder showers this afternoon, 88. A few thunder showers tomorrow, 86. Only a slight chance of a thunderstorm Thursday. I'm 100.7 FM, WFLA's Terry Smith in the Weather Channel Forecast Center. Yeah, that was what I think is referred to as a Freudian slip of the tongue. That is where the truth just unexpectedly, accidentally just blurts out. Now, I believe that's that's my conviction on this. I, I do believe he's a closet Muslim. And um, he's got to live it out now. He's got he's to carry the torch of being a Protestant until um, he gets out of office. But no, nah, I... And, and, and what, here's what's interesting is people say, well, if, if he's an Islamist, he's not a good one. He's not praying all the time. He's not bowing on rugs. Excuse me? You ever heard of El Takiyah? No, he's he's accomplishing his purposes. And um, I mean, how can you not look at what's going on in our nation and say that it's been, it is easier now to function? Not just in our nation, but in the world. I mean, look at the deal he just struck with Iran. Iran is is the leading funding agent of terrorism around the world on behalf of Islamists. And he just armed them with billions of dollars. What do you do with that? One last little tidbit here. This is from a group that advocated for legalizing weed in Colorado. Commercialization of legal pot has led to epidemic for Colorado kids. If I'm not mistaken, I think we talked about this. And I think some of us were split on this. Some of you are are of the libertarian streak that it's not the government's business, blah, blah, blah. I, I wanted to point out to you that Number one, this was not going to eliminate the black market. Well, we, you know, we need to just we need to just make it legal and make money off of it. You know, we we regulate it and stuff like that. Well, the active ingredient in marijuana is what THC, and anybody with an ounce of understanding knows that that marijuana plants grown now have a an abundance of potency compared to the weed grown in the sixties and seventies. It's not even close. And that it is it, it is absolutely a gateway drug. But let's get back to the business of weed. Okay, so now they're realizing, oh, wait a minute. You mean all these products that were packaged to look like candies and cookies and all of that stuff? And they are candies and cookies, but they do, they're, weed, they're weed-laced. But they were made to mimic the packaging of mainline brands like a Reese's, a Hershey's bar, and all that stuff. Okay, and, and so kids are getting this stuff. They're consuming this stuff. They're flooding the emergency rooms with overdoses and so forth. But here's the thing. You think that you've dried up the black market because you've legalized it. No, see, this, is, this, is, this was the common sense thing that you, you ignored. The state has a markup. It's called tax. They're taxing it at a very high rate. The street guy doesn't charge you tax. And so the guys that are buying the weed are still going 
to their street sources. You didn't you didn't clean up the market by regulating it and legalizing it. You've driven it further underground, but now look at the results. I have lived with a child that has gone through unbelievable battles with addictions. And it started with weed. And she can tell you friend after friend after friend. And it starts there. Most people that do coke, crack, and so forth didn't start with coke and crack. Some started with a with a hit on a joint, with a puff on a bong, and it goes from there. It's like I've never met anybody that took a beer and became an alcoholic. I know a lot of people that started with a sip of beer or alcohol, and it just progressed and progressed and progressed. It doesn't start the way we want to think it starts. Alcoholism, addiction of drugs, any addiction like that, it starts small. It just does. Anyway, what a shocking headline. What's shocking is that an advocacy group admits it. That's what's shocking. Where real people debate. I totally agree with you. Every day. I disagree with almost everything you said so far today. This is 100.7 FM, WFLA. <laughs> I got a note here on my comment about Dearborn, Michigan. I live in Michigan and I don't go to Dearborn. I said, uh, would you feel comfortable walking around Dearborn? Reply. Kelly wrote back, hell No. I was born and raised in Michigan and still live in Michigan. Going to Dearborn makes me feel like an outsider. Listener in Michigan right now, listening to the morning show here on 100.7 FM WFLA. Our soundbite of the day, last night on Stephen Colbert's late night show on CBS, Ted Cruz gave a great explanation of why he's doing what he's doing. And what I'm fighting for are simple principles. Live within our means. Mm-hmm. Stop bankrupting our kids and grandkids. Follow the Constitution. And no gay marriage. And no gay marriage. Well, no, actually, let's be precise. You... Under the Constitution, yes. marriage is a question for the states. There you go. And that's our soundbite of the day. Time for the Morning Show 180. Look back at the radio program in 180 seconds or less. Started the program talking about a, uh, a mom and daughter that have been living in the terminal in the Athens airport for 18 months. (laughs) Channeling of a little Tom Hanks in the terminal there. Red snapper season is killing the fishing industry because we won't let them fish what they know they can fish. Talked about Ben Carson and his statement on uh, the fact that an Islamist shouldn't be in elected office. He didn't say they can't run. He just said they shouldn't be elected. And he gave his reasons, and he's right. Talked about the Donald, Carly Fiorina. Second hour of the program, Sheila Costigan from the Foundation for Leon County Schools joined us. They got a fundraiser in October. We talked a little bit about education, agreed on some things, disagreed on others. Maybe. I don't know. I think she kind of came to agree. Uh, Rachel Sutherland joined me from Washington, previewing the visit of the Pope. Comes in town. Third hour of the show, John Stenberger offered some tips to those of you that are in ministries where you might run afoul of law if you're not careful. He's got a seminar coming up here in town 
Listen to the Hour 3 podcast to learn more. Tomorrow, the Wednesday edition of the program, 8.08 tomorrow, we'll talk to one of the three fire dispatchers from the Consolidated Dispatch Agency. We'll we'll tell you what, what happened from their perspective. That's tomorrow at 8.08. As always, thanks for listening. Have yourself a great day. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.